This is the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast with Rachel Spencer. Listen in each week for tips on ways to win media coverage and create content to make sure your pet business stands out from the competition. Are you looking to make an impact with your pet business? Well, I know that's a silly question to ask because if you've got a pet business, then you, of course, you want to make an impact. That's why you have got one in the first place. But if you want to make more of an impact or you just want some tips on how to get your pet business seen, elevate yourself as the expert in your field or really put the spotlight on your product, you're going to love this episode where I'm talking to Dominic Hodgson, who's another pet business marketing coach, and we're talking all about how to have an impact with your pet business. Dom goes through four really simple steps to follow when we're thinking about how we're going to make an impact. And we also talk about lots of different ways you can go and do that, ways that you can stand out in your pet business, from having your own podcast, to writing a book, to email marketing, and lots, lots more. So I hope you found this episode helpful. In the episode as well. We also talk about Dominic's event, which is called Impact, and it's happening in May 2022. I'm going to be speaking at the event. I'm going to be doing a workshop on how to get press coverage, and all the details of what to expect from the event will be in the show notes for this episode. So if you'd like to find out more, then do head to those. And I do hope you found this episode helpful. There's loads of brilliant information from Dominic, loads of expert advice, and If you're at Impact, then come and say hello as well, because it'd be brilliant to see you there. Now on to the main part of the show. So hi, Dom. Thanks so much for joining me on the podcast. You're very welcome, Rachel. Thanks for for asking me on. I'm delighted to be here. It's great to uh, see and speak to you once again. Oh, definitely. Really great to see you too. So can you start by telling us a little bit about you and what you do? Sure. So I am uh, Dom Hodgson. I am known as the Pet Biz Wiz. And I primarily now, for the last kind of maybe five, six years, I help um, established service based pet businesses, pet business owners, help them to scale up their business, uh, basically make more money, um, fix their all their broken systems, and just create a more impactful business, which is really um you know like effective and it does lots of good work in the community but it's also um like a really important uh vehicle for the business owner to give them everything that they want as well so you know make more money with less hours less stress fewer headaches all this kind of thing and yeah a lot of people a lot of people with established businesses just tell you a very quick thing i know this is just an intro but (laughs) i was speaking to somebody yesterday a new speaking to a lady yesterday who just joined my private coaching program recently. And she said, and she, she's got loads of exciting things going on in the business. You know, so much, it's like chaos, really. Um, but she said, um, she said, I, I wrote it down, actually. It was, it was, she said, she said, I'm not used to feeling like I have a choice, you know, because it's on this like treadmill all the time, you know. And, and I find with the guys that I work with, as the business gets bigger and bigger and bigger, you know, it can grow into a monster, you know, and it can grow out of control. So, yeah, so I help people to really make sense of all that and and fix it and introduce systems and help them to take back time and all this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's so, probably the longest intro you've ever had. No, no, that's okay. Um, <laughs> no, it's, it's good. It is the more detail, the better. So I would rather you chat to me than sit there and give me one word answers. Um, <laughs> so tell us about how you found yourself doing that in the first place and how you got into the pet industry. Yeah, sure. So I left, I worked for Imperial Tobacco, 
as a sales rep. Well, previous to that, I was a song and dance man, Rachel, as well, you know. Um, and, and, then, and then I worked for Imperial <laughs> Tobacco for 10 years and um, sold cigarettes to like local laundresses and cost cutters and all this kind of thing. And then I left that and I knew I wanted to start my own business. I knew I wanted to work outdoors. And the only thing I was interested in was dogs. So I started a dog adventure business in Sunderland. Um, it was a bit slow to start at first. And then once I sort of got going, got some momentum, it absolutely took off, you know, gangbusters. Um, it went really well, super profitable, super enjoyable. Um, it was growing. I took on a staff member. Um, we launched a store together, an online store, um, which was a bit of a disaster <laughs> in the end. Spent a fortune on that. And then I sort of really got serious about, this is about 2015 now, I kind of got serious and thought, you know what, whatever you do next, you really need to um, know what you're doing with marketing because I'd, I'd invested a ton of money in people who were giving me advice with SEO and Google pay-per-click and adverts and all this kind of thing. And I'd, I was just handing money over fist, you know, hand, hand over fist and like not getting any results. And, yeah. and, I, and I had kind of had no one to blame but myself really, you know, and I, so I said, right, you need to get serious about this with the marketing if you're going to, you know, whatever you're going to do next. And then that led me to finding out about things like email marketing, events, direct mail, direct response marketing, follow up, all these things that some of them I'd been doing inadvertently, but, um, you know, we all sort of learned the proper way to do everything. And from that moment, really, my business changed. I launched an online dog training program. I wrote up some books. Um, I started to do speaking events. And then people started to ask me, how do you do all this kind of thing? You know, <laughs> how, how, how do you, how have you, how come you've written a book, you know, and how come you've come from nowhere and done all this? Um, and I would say, well, it's because I know how to do all this, you know, I know how to build an email list. I know how to communicate effectively and I know how to sell <laughs> a dirty word amongst some pet professionals, you know, but um, we've got to put food on the table, haven't we? You know, you can't just, um, no matter how much you love dogs, you love helping people. You've got to, well, you should anyway, I think you should be trying to make as much money as you can as well. And, and that basically led me on to, you know, what became the pet business in a circle and uh, the coaching programs and the events impact and all this kind of thing. Um, like I said, it's been the main thing that I've been doing for the last maybe five or six years now, really. So, yeah, that's the, that, that's a fast version of my story. Okay. So I love what you just said about, um, I think with our, like my background is journalism, as you know, and we bring, when we do something new, we bring stuff from our old job, whether it's selling cigarettes or being an entertainer or like in my, you know, I used to work as a waitress, I worked in a call centre, then I've been a journalist and we bring all these different things and we don't sometimes realise the skills that we have, do we? Um, but actually getting guidance on things and having mentoring and, and getting support um, can really help hone those skills, can't it? Um, and, I know you just said about like outsourcing and having paying people loads of money. Like I have this beef, not a beef as such, but I have this when um, one of my things is I help people get press coverage. But I know some people will go and pay a PR company loads of money. And that's one of the reasons why I ended up doing what I'm doing um, because I've, I'd get people and they've been burnt by PR companies or they've spent all of the money and they wanted to know how to do it. And obviously I started what I'm doing now, which is great. But um, I wanted to say, I wanted to ask you in a very long-winded way, um, <laughs> how you feel about like learning to do stuff yourself rather than kind of, yeah, I, I guess the importance of learning to do the, the difficult things in your business. Yeah, I think, um, I think there just there comes a time where like time's going to go past anyway, isn't it? You know, so you can do, you can do, continue to do the things that, 
haven't contributed to much success, you know, or you can, uh, which are usually the things that most of the other people are doing as well, yeah. you know. So um, we we naturally what try to fit in, you know, we naturally, uh, even if we don't admit it, we naturally kind of copy what other people are doing and stuff. And this ends up with like a lot of boring beige, you know, middle and bit pet businesses really mm-hmm. and to break out of that you have to do opposite things to what everybody else is doing you know you have to do like you said these these difficult things they're not difficult as in because I'm a bear of very little brain you know so any, anything quite technical I can't really do but you know learning how to learning how to write in a persuasive way you know um, learning how to communicate with people effectively and do follow-up you know, mm-hmm. so that you can turn more of your general marketing activity into actual leads and customers and sales and all this kind of thing. These are the things that we just spoke about before. These are things that move the needle, you know, and 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 make a massive difference in your in your pet business. So, or any business for that matter. I mean, if you, you know, if you get serious about um, say something as simple as like um, you know learning to write persuasive uh, copy. You know, what I mean, learning to write persuasive copy on, on like will go on your website, maybe it's on your newsletters, on your postcards, on your social media posts, all this kind of thing. Learning to write in a way that um, shows people you're an expert, connects with them about a problem that they've got, you know, and then convinces them that you're a, you're going to be a, a possible suitable option for the, for them to invest their money in as and when they're ready. Learning to do stuff like that. I mean, that's, that's going to help. That's like a skill that's going to help you throughout your entire life, you know? So it can help you do everything. It could help you to, you know, write a good advert to sell a car or something. Do you know what I mean? It could help you to, um, you know, you know, communicate better with your, your better relationships with your family members and stuff, you know what I mean? But it can also help in future aspects of your business as well. It can help you more easily grow other aspects of the business you know so um that sort of the opposite to that would be i see a lot of uh, not, not so much um the, the, with the bigger pet businesses that i'm dealing with at the moment but very often with um, newer pet businesses they they always think the grass is greener you know so there's the the story about the two farmers and, and one farmer's sitting in this outside of his farmhouse and he's looking across the fields at the other farmer at the other farm on the other side of the hill and he's thinking oh his grass is you know his pasture is so much greener he gets loads more sun over there his cows are going to be you know much uh, healthier and produce much more milk than mine i wish i was that farm and the other farmer is sitting in that field looking at him thinking exactly the same thing yeah. you know and you get a lot of pet business owners like this and they think oh you know i wish i wish i was I wish I wasn't a dog walker. I wish I was a dog groomer, you know, because they have it so much easier. And then dog trainers, oh, I wish I, you know, I wish I was, I, I wish I was doing dog um, daycare instead, you know, because they have all this kind of thing. And and sometimes people switch, flip flop, flip flop between, you know, or dabble their toes in the water and stuff instead of just like getting good at selling the thing that they. They, they, they're already an expert in, you know, because that's where all the easy wins are in your business, you know. So, yeah, this is and, and, and like an app, you know, because you deal with lots of pet business owners as well. Like we, you know, 
everybody's jealous of us because the pet industry is like, you know, even over the last two years, you know, it's growing and growing and growing. People always find money for their pets and everything, you know. So there is no, to me anyway, that, you know, don't get me wrong. If you really wanted to be a groomer, go and learn how to groom, you know, but don't just do it because you think it's going to be so much easier, you know. Yeah. Get good at selling the thing that you do right now and, and, then, and then you can – transition from like a position of strength you know where you're, you're actually making more money in your business mm-hmm. yeah it's an interesting point you make because i think i think and you said this before like selling is felt it feels like a dirty word sometimes and i've, I've recorded a podcast actually so we're recording this like a week or so before it comes out but the podcast that i've got going out or will have just come out when this one comes out is <laughs> i've talked about um you know what's going on in the world right now with you know, what's going on in Ukraine and all the energy prices and the recession that we might be hurling into. And now more than ever, it feels like people are scared of, people are worried about selling. And I talk about not pet businesses purely, but I mean, other networks and people are worried about putting their, you know, their craft products out there or anything that they've, you know what I mean? Like, you know, people who make baby clothes are thinking, is this really right for me to be selling my thing? But I also think that, if we're going to be able to support people and we're going to, you know, we need to pay our own bills, we've got to support our families. If we want to be able to donate to charities who are helping people in Ukraine or whatever it is that you want to do, we've got to be bringing the money in, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. tell me your thoughts on, um, tell me your thoughts on selling and why we have to sell, why, you know, how, if you, how, if you are in that mindset, I guess, where you're worried about selling, what can you do to overcome it? Well, Couple of, I could I could talk for a couple of hours on this, yeah. <laughs> but we'll keep it brief. So a couple of, couple of things then. Selling really selling is just communicating, you know. Really, it, it's it's how you know you've got. Uh, I talked about this on the the presentation I did the other week for the Inspire event. You know, so if you imagine if you imagine if you put your arms out in front, you know, your hands out in front of you. You know what I mean? And like just your, your hands a foot apart. Imagine that's your, your town. So on one side of the town, you've got all these pet business owners uh, who are like really good at what they do. You know, they offer amazing services. They, they love dogs. They love helping people. Um, and like they, they've literally found their calling, you know, on the other side of town, you've got all these dog owners who are having all kinds of problems, you know? So the, Dogs biting the kids, the dogs chewing up the furniture whilst they're at work, uh, the dogs frightened to be brushed and stroked, you know, and on and on and on and on and on, all these different kinds of problems, right? Marketing and selling is just how you join those two people together, you know what I mean? So, so you've got, it's not like, it, what I'm saying is it's not even like, you know, there isn't lots of dog owners in, in everybody's town with loads of problems. There is, you know, but it's how you communicate with them, which is through the selling and marketing and promoting. Um, that's how you you basically, you know, you put bread on the table, you know, and, that, and that's that's the that's what makes the business tick, really, you know. Yeah, you know, you could once upon a time there was like one dog trainer, one dog walker, maybe one doggy daycare in 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 a town. Now there's like forty or you know fifty or a hundred or or a few hundreds, you know, in, in some of the bigger conurbations and stuff. So you've got, you got to do something to stand out and communicate effectively. So that's what selling is. Mm-hmm. And, and ultimately, I think I mentioned this at the, the last impact event, you know, like the, the walking, the training, the grooming, uh, the daycare, all like that's what you do, you know, how much you get paid, how much in demand you are for your services, uh, how easy it is for you to bring people into your world. That's marketing and selling. 
You know, yeah. so all of the money in your business really is in the market and in selling and, and how good you are at that, how effective you are at that, really. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the other thing I was going to say when you were chatting about like the, the pet businesses and the pet parents, dog owners, however you want to describe them, <laughs> is, you know, I've also been, I talk about this when people are saying, I have, when I'm speaking with clients, I'll sometimes have people where they feel like, they, they're worried about putting themselves out there and feeling judged and all those different things. And the story I always tell is about like my old dog. I ended up with like, you know, years ago, Daisy, who who we lost a few years ago. But when I first got her in like 2009, we went to this awful trainer and he was, I now know he was aversive and he said to do all these things with Daisy, which I just didn't feel comfortable doing. Now, had I known that there were people like Sue McCabe, who we had with mm-hmm. Patch, who was wonderful and I know who, we, who, you've, who you actually recommended to me, but she's brilliant. <laughs> amazing trainer if I'd have known about that then I would have gone straight there with Daisy but I didn't know because it was a different time then we didn't have social media and I wasn't in this world but if you don't tell people how you can help them and and talk about what you do and the way that you work and the outcomes that people have then which is basically selling isn't it and just explaining what you do then you've got helpless people like me who've who don't know what the hell to do with a dog because they've been to an aversive training they don't want to do that and actually you're there and you're like, whoa, you need to be waving at them and telling them how you can help them, don't you? <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, you 100% do. Yeah. So I'll get off my soapbox there, but I do. Always, <laughs> I, do I actually feel guilty on Daisy because I didn't find a Sue McCabe at the time, but I don't. The things were different. Then. But anyway, I'll, well, yeah, you I'll, can't that, I'll, I'll let that go. I'll let that rest now. She did die four years ago. God rest her soul. So, <laughs> yes. so I know I am ridiculous. Um, so <laughs> I wanted to talk. So you've got your impact event coming up. Yeah. So I called it, I called it impact previous to. So this is the second impact event. The first one happened in 2019, which you said you were at then as well. And there was supposed to be another one happened in 2020. But pandemic came along. We had to postpone. We had to postpone again. And uh, anyway, it's on now. It's happening in May. Uh, yeah, in about six weeks' time. Well, f- probably probably about four weeks' time by the time this goes out. But um, uh, previous to that, I had run a couple of business boot camps. So I had done uh, business boot camps for dog walkers, one for trainers, and I wanted to do something a bit bigger. Um, a bit more impactful <laughs> and I, I, that sort of theme of it impact really it, it it was it was like it was like top of i didn't even have to think of a name for it you know because when when i speak to pet business owners usually the guys who come into my world or they seek help through the mentoring and the coaching and consulting and stuff they they know they've got a problem with their their marketing you know they know they've got like things that they need to fix and, and they don't know how to do it. Um, but the, but that, that that isn't usually the most important thing to them. You know, the most important thing is they want to make an impact. They want to make an impact in their community. They want to help people, you know, through with their, with their services, not just trainers, you know, but everyone else as well, groomers, walkers, um, daycares, you know, they're, they're, they're usually passionate pet people, aren't they? You know, you've yeah. spoken to hundreds of them, haven't you as well? You know what I mean? So they're, they care basically you know and and so yeah so that was where the theme came from really from impact was you know let's let's put something together let's put something on that's gonna attract people who uh you know understand that business and marketing is important and understand also that the the better that they get at marketing and promoting the business uh the more impact they're going to be able to have you know in in their community um with their business and also you know with them you know we want nice things to 
to spend on our families, you know, and Christmas presents and, you know, trips to Florida or whatever it is with your family and all this kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, you can have that, you know, if you, uh, if you take the business and marketing side seriously. Mm-hmm. Okay. So tell me about the kind of things that you feel um, make an impact. So like what kind of activities would you say will make an impact when you've got a pet business and you really want to move the needle in the right direction? Cool. Yeah. So I've got a little, I've got a little list because you gave me a bit of prep. Uh, <laughs> I've got a little list and the, so, but the first couple of things, they don't actually involve um, any kind of marketing and promoting at all. So the first thing I like people to do is get a really clear idea of what you want your business to look like. Yeah. So what do you do? What do you do best? You know, where does the big money come from already in your business? Yeah. What do you love? What do you like? What do you hate about your business? Mm-hmm. This is really important that you have a clear idea, a crystal clear idea of what you want your business to look like, because you've got much more chance of ending up there. You know, um, if you, it, I mean, I'm more, you know, me, I'm the least woo person out there, yeah. but like this is important, you know, having this like vision, you know, for, for what you want the business to, to, to look like. And, you know, like a, 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 a pilot on an aeroplane, you know, it wouldn't just like get in and, pardon the pun wing it would he do yeah. you know what I mean like they've got a flight plan haven't they you know what I mean they know exactly you know they need to be here by this point there by that point and there by this you know we've got to arrive at this time and stuff so and if you do that in a business you've got much better chance of ending up exactly where you want to go most people don't do this they're just kind of drifting you know that's kind of one of the first steps really next step would be get a really clear idea of who your ideal client is mm-hmm. so who is it that you that your business is best um to serve you know again this is important most people are just you know happy to take on anybody with a dog and a wallet you know or a person a, a pooch they they don't think about who is the best person for me to be working with you know out of all the different dog owners in my town because they're not all the same you know they some of them have businesses some of them have multiple dogs some of them have kids you know some of them their dog is their the dog is their reason they're, they're alive you know they, they some of them they don't have anything else except their dog you know and so you when you know who you're best able to serve that makes things much easier as well you're able to make much more impact because you go like a mile deep instead of a mile wide you know with your marketing and stuff um Next, you will kind of want to, to me, once you've decided what you want and who you're best off working with, you want to kind of eliminate the competition, really, and position yourself in a category of one, you know? So you want to position yourself as the expert who is best at helping this particular subsection of the market. Um, And we do this through putting stuff out there that elevates our expertise, you know? So... Um, regular communications again, demonstration videos. Um, we do a lot of newsletter and paper and ink in my world. Books, like you said, you know, writing a book, creating guides, creating useful information that is going to help people along the, the journey, you know. Um, doing events mm-hmm. as well. Doing, I mean, I'm doing impact, but we have lots of people who do all kinds of events. You help people with events all the time, don't you? You know, charity ones and um, awareness things and all this kind of thing. You know, it's all just helps to elevate you in the eyes of the people who who you are best able to serve. Yeah. You know, and I think that's key because a lot of people, a lot of pet business owners, they just like do stuff. You know, they do stuff, but there's 
there's no if you think if you ask them well who 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 are you actually trying to communicate with you you know who is your best the thing that they're doing it would be they would have zero chance of getting eyes on their, their business of the people who they really want to serve you know so um yeah and yeah, so eliminate the competition. Uh, so you communicate in this message. How, what's the best way for you to communicate this message, really, that you are this expert uh, groomer, trainer, walker, de- doggy daycare, whatever it might be? I'm mentioning those all the time because they're the pr- primarily the guys that I deal yeah. with, you know what I mean, the service-based um, pet businesses. Yeah, and then how, how do we communicate that message? And also I like to do offline marketing as well. Um, online has its place for sure, but it's very saturated. You know, it's very difficult to uh, cut through what everybody else is doing online, unless you're doing, you know, paid targeted ads and stuff. It can be really hard, can't it? You know, and, you know, really, we don't want to spend, you know, it breaks my heart when the iPhone tells me that, like, my viewing time went up that week, you know, because, you know, you spent more time on screen because I, I don't really... I, it's not really good for me to be spending more and more time on screen. You know, I, I like to, I like to do more effective things like putting newsletters out there, um, doing emails, you know, I can write one email and send it out to 3000 people. You know, it's like, if I, whereas if, if I, if I, I would probably have to do 3000 videos to communicate with 3000 people online, you know? Yeah. So it's, um, yeah, but different ways, different ways to communicate. What, what's the best way to communicate the message, really? What's the best way for you to put that message in front of your ideal, your ideal client? Yeah. Usually that's going to involve, like I said, hopefully some kind of offline um, element, maybe some paper and ink element, uh, a book, a newsletter, um, or an event. Events are fantastic. You know, events are a brilliant way for people to get eyes on the business and it just kind of creates um, excitement, you know? I mean, look at it. We're like, we're like five, five, six weeks away from impact, aren't we now? And we're talking, we're getting excited, aren't we? You know, we're like, so, you know, if we're excited, then people who are coming are going to be excited. And also people who, people who don't come, <laughs> but who see the event, you know, that's like, that's a great way for them to sort of think, oh Christ, well, you know, what, what have I missed out on there? You know? And so they find out more about you as well. So um, yeah, I like talking about impactful for the business. Money is attracted to big things, you know, mm-hmm. money is attracted to big things that you do in your business, big, bold, exciting things. So you want to, you want to try and do, you know, obviously this impact event is a, it's a big thing. We Amy Smith's flying over from Australia to be the keynote speaker. We've got you, Vicky, Alex are going to be there. Loads of the guys who came last time and a bunch of new people as well. But, you know, your, 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 your groomer, your walker, your trainer, whatever, they can do it. They can do an event that's big in their community as well, you know, and that's, that's the point, you know, don't think, don't be listening to this and thinking, well, I, I can't do that because I'm just, you know, Jenny who works in the groomers or something. Well, yes, you can, you know, and you can do something uh, impactful that's going to get eyes on your business as well. Sorry, Rich, I'll stop for a breath. No, no, it's okay. It's, no, I've, I love the kind of four steps because I think it's helpful for people to have that. And ahead of chatting to you, I did some pet before as well. And I was thinking about the stuff that I've done that has helped move my business forward. And mm. I've done a lot of things like, you know, I know when I first met you back in 2017, I, 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 I still am a journalist, but I started a pet blog. And then that led me to having, you know, I came across you via the blog um, and Rachel Bean, people like that. And then people were asking me about, how, well, how do, all right, your blog's okay, but how do I get in the press? And then I was like, 
well, do you know what? I'm just going to write a book and put it into a book and then I can put the book on Amazon and there we go, job done. And then, so I did the book and that was big, but I did it and just kind of got it out there. And then I set up a Facebook group, which running a community is is big, isn't it? It's quite, it's a, a lot of work. Then I did my email list from the Facebook group. Then I did speaking which your first your impact was my first ever speaking thing I was terrified and I will be terrified this time around but I did the big scary thing um and then I did a five-day challenge and then did the podcast all of which are quite I feel like impactful things that cost money and put you out of your comfort zone and you have to learn a lot and it's like Mm. you know doing a podcast you've got to learn you've got to learn loads of things like the tech and how to put the microphone in or you know, just to have the chats as well and to promote it. So it's all quite big stuff, isn't it? And But these are the things that do make a difference, aren't they? Absolutely, yeah. You, you, um, what you, the, another takeaway for people really is, is that there's, a, there's, like a, there's like a logical order. You know, it's not set in stone, yeah. but for most people, there's kind of a way, all of them things that, you know, you've done and I've done they they all they're all impactful they're all big things they all they all but you know I I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily recommend somebody like start a podcast like out the blue you know to me anyway certainly wouldn't be the first thing I would recommend they do because it's it's a lot of commitment, isn't it? You know, um, obviously you've got to learn out. Just there's usually there's like faster ways for people to get, bring more money and more clients into the business. And, so, and I'm not, obviously I'm not knocking podcasts because you do one, I do one, you know, they're great. They're fantastic. But I think, you know, what you sort of laid out your, you know, like a chronological order, you know, and like it's, you start with the book and then you start to build a community, you know, and then you start to sell them stuff, you know, and then it's like, okay, what, how can we get more eyes on the business? So people really have to think about the the order of events, I think, you know, as well. To, to me, that's important anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I would also say that um, I did get my order completely wrong, probably because I should have done it in a totally different order. (laughs) No, it sounded pretty good to me. (laughs) Yeah. I think my, this side of my business all happened by, it really was by accident, but obviously it's great and I'm really happy about it. So, um, so yeah, it's all good. So (laughs) tell us about, um, yeah. So let's say you've you've given me that really good outline, the, the things that we do first, if we want, you know, we're building ourselves up, we've got the vision, we've got the ideal client, we've done the positioning, we're doing the communications. Um, and then, you know, how we've got those things set up, how do we, how do we keep, you know, how do we keep the momentum and what kind of things can that lead to? Well, how you keep the momentum, you keep the momentum um, by kind of creating like a bit of a system. So you really systemize at that point. That was where I would, I would want some kind of a system for, okay, how can we, how can we efficiently communicate with people and bring people into our world and then warm them up, you know, take them through the no like trust process and convert them into a client. Yeah. So that's like, you know, creating a lead magnet, you know, some kind of a free guide or a tip sheet or something like this, or, you know, set the videos or whatever it might be, could be anything, you know, but something to get get people's actual contact details, you yeah. know, because you, you want, to me, you want contact details either via email or um, direct mail. Obviously, email's cheaper, direct mail is more expensive, but it's a lot, so often it's a lot more effective, you know. Bet's out the back at the moment doing the impact mailing and <laughs> the next impact mailing. Um, so, yeah, this is, I would say, out of all of the things, 
um, and all of the different ways to communicate with clients and all the different social media channels and all of the new ones that are going to come out in the next few years and stuff as well. T- to me, email is like where I and most of my clients make most of their sales, you know, mm-hmm. because it's you, it's everything else really to me is just a bit of a sideshow really to that is the email, you know? So all of the other activity can be great, but it, it needs to feed somewhere, you know, it needs to feed into somewhere where you are, just able to come in because the fortune is in the follow-up, you know, the fortune is in the follow-up that you do with people who are interested in your services. Yeah. We've had, I've, I've just done, um, I did the Inspire event. It's like an online pet business boot camp a few yeah. weeks ago, Rich. And um, we had, and from that, you know, we, a bunch of people came back into my world who I haven't seen for, you know, I haven't, I haven't been on my email list for a while. Um, a bunch of new people came in as well, obviously, and a bunch of my existing clients also attended. Um, but we had, we had people coming people come back into my world who might have, like, dipped their toes in, like, two, three years ago, or three or four years ago even. And, but either, you know, they might just weren't ready for DOM at that time, mm-hmm. or, you know, or, or maybe I wasn't offering something that they wanted at that time, you know. Um, but, like, I've stayed in co- communication with them, you know. I've, they've remained on my email list. They might not have opened every email, but they've remained on my email list, you know. They've been on my mailing list. And people buy when they're ready to buy really you know they we can help them to buy faster with guarantees and um persuasive copy and all this kind of thing but ultimately people buy when they're ready to buy and you've just got to be there when yeah. they are ready you know because you don't want them you know you don't want a pet business owner um going to somebody else for publicity advice <laughs> Do you, know what I mean? you want them to come to you which is why you're consistent you know with all the stuff that you're putting out there you know and and this has contributed to your success um so, yeah, so sorry, I went a bit of a tangent there with that. But I think that for me, definitely, email, this regular communication, which leads me into actually, Rich, the sort of the next point that I had on the list, which is um, like once once you've got a client, is how you, how you develop that customer as well or that client, you know? So getting customers or clients is the most expensive thing you'll ever do. You know, it, it's expensive, it's time-consuming, it's like really, really hard work, you know, especially when you're just starting out. It feels like you're never going to get any momentum, doesn't it? But yeah. even when you're rocking and rolling with your business, you can quickly go feast or famine if you, yeah, if you, if you, want, if you don't have these like systems that have been placed that I just talked about, you know? So you've got to be able to develop the customer and we don't really want it. If, so once we've got a customer, we want to make sure we've got other things to sell them, you know? So ideally we want to, have upsells in place and other offers so there's other communications that we do once someone becomes a client you know in fact there should be probably more communication that you do once somebody becomes a client than the stuff that you do before you know i think there's a bit of a might make this easy for people to understand all the promotions and um the stuff that you do you should be doing more to your existing clients than you're doing to get but you know once you've got your businesses up and running you know once your business is obviously up and established your diary's fairly full you know if you aren't communicating more you know coming up with new services and stuff to offer your existing clients you're gonna be in trouble you know because you have to keep looking for new clients all the time like i said before it's like really hard work to do that isn't it um yeah so and so the community is where the communication comes in because if you communicate with people regularly with a you know a newsletter uh, an email story-based stuff you know just like what you teach it's um you're, you're golden really you know 
Yeah. Yeah, I think um, we can sometimes, I know when I first did my membership a couple of years ago, I worried about sending, I worried about kind of being in the face too much, which was really stupid at the time. But And I did rein myself in quite quickly on this. But I thought, well, they have the call, they have like a couple of calls a week and they get the email saying this is what's happening this week. Do they really want like, do they really want all of this? But then I was like, no, they do. They need, this is, you know, these are my, these are my top people. I want to be, I literally want to, I don't want to be annoying, but I want, I'd, the worst thing in the world is for them not to feel that they were, you know, that that I was there for them. Um, so yeah, we can, I think, I think a lot of the time I've just, in fact, I've, just before I did this chat with you, I came off a call with somebody and we were talking about email marketing. Uh, she runs a candy cross business she does really well and she was saying about her email marketing because she's really ramped it up recently and she was saying the only people you're going to annoy with your emails are the people who aren't interested in what you've got to say anyway and she was saying like um she gets my email marketing and she's you know she's one of my she's one of my mastermind clients so she's on the kind of top level with me um but she was saying well i get all your emails about your challenges and your newsletters and all the other stuff that you've got going on and she says i never think oh god what i wish rachel would stop sending me emails i just think mm-hmm. oh that's good it's good that oh, mm-hmm. she's got all this stuff going on and i i need to go and do that twitter thing or i need to go and do that workshop or whatever like the only people who we do push away are the people who aren't interested anyway aren't they Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're not, we don't want pen pals at the end of the day. Do you know what I mean, we're not there. Right? It's that the email list is there to sell. I, I hear this as well. People, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to email too much. You know, I don't want to um, annoy people and that. Well, it, it, the, the email list only exists really as a, as an effective communication tool mm-hmm. to follow up with people to get them to become clients. Yeah, and that's that, that's what it's there for. You know what I mean? You wouldn't, you know, if you didn't have a business, you wouldn't have an email list, would you? Mm-hmm. You know, so like you know, that's that's what it's there for. So yeah, it, it's imperative that you you've got to do it the right way. You know, you communicate through stories and um, you share personal stuff in there, and uh, and and if you do that, you hardly ever. I mean, you know, I I I'm email a lot. I mean, email every day, at least every day, and because I've had a few things to sell lately, you know, on weekends I might be selling. I might be sending, you know, three emails on a Saturday, five emails on a Sunday or something, um, you know, because it's a deadline for someone. I don't want people to miss out, you know. Um, and you, some people unsubscribe. That's fine. You know, like you said, they weren't ready. You know, they'll be, they weren't a good fit. It's mm-hmm. not a problem, you know. But, um, yeah, the email list is there to turn people into clients. So mm-hmm. it, it, you, you might as well not have it if you're not going to use it as an email. Yeah, yeah and also um... – you know, we've got social media and social media is great. And it's amazing that we've got all these free things at our fingertips and, and you know, stuff, you know, we're of similar age, aren't we? You know, in the old days, if you want people to know about your business, you went out on the, you gave out things on the street. So you took out an advert. Now we've got these amazing things and we've got, like, I know I have people who've got product businesses who are on Etsy. Um, and I've heard horror stories over the years of Facebook groups being shut down, um, Instagram pages being shut down, Etsy shops that people have put, decades into near enough Mm. being shut down like for Mm. some crazy thing and Mm. with your email and your website and your podcast and the media that you control you you know no one can do that to you can they and i think that's really uh, you know a really important reason why we need to really focus on this on the platforms we can control ourselves 100 yeah really not really well put yeah i've heard similar stories um and these people there's other people you know who they're relying on uh like not so much in this country although it is like rover and these type of companies you know they 
this is it's dangerous, I think, you know, to be to, to be entrusting your 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 customer pipeline, your future pipeline of customers to somebody else, you know. Um you wanna and, and you know, yeah, you know, I have online business, I have all these different things that I do, but I have plenty of people, dozens of people, hundreds over the years, who have uh, you know, smallish um, maybe it's one man band, one woman band businesses, and they've got this all set up, you know, and they're emailing at least once a week. And, uh, you know, it just keeps the, it keeps the pipeline just pumped all the time, you know, and, uh, and that's what you want. And this is what creates a stability in your business, you know? So if you always know you've got people coming in and you've got a nice pipeline of clients coming in, then like it feels great, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. Okay, so we've talked lots about things that we can do to um, difficult things to do and also just just things that we should be doing anyway um, to keep our businesses moving forward, keep people keep keep getting eyes on our businesses, which is the main topic of my podcast, obviously, with getting publicity and raising the profile. Um, and I wanted you to just tell us a little bit about what people can expect from Impact and the kind of um, things that are going to be going on, who the experts are, a bit about their background. Absolutely, yeah. So it is a it is a three day event. Um, although you don't have to come for all three days. <laughs> um, the main event is uh, the Saturday. So that's the Saturday main event, and um, I'm going to be sharing. Then I'm going to be sharing the pet business game changes that type of things that we've been talking about today. Go in a bit more detail um, about what are these big things that you can do to create the best business possible, you know, create the absolute best business possible, create, make the most money, have the most impact, all these kind of things. These are things that I've done is things that you've done. <laughs> these are things that my, all, all my top guys are doing like all the time. Um, Amy Smith, as I said as well. So she is the creator slash inventor of the soundproof puppy app. And she is Australia's number one puppy trainer. Uh, they've taught a thousand puppies in the last seven months. So, uh, yeah, Amy is coming over. I've known Amy for years. Um, well, virtually known Amy for years. And she, uh, yeah, she's basically flying over from Australia um, to be the keynote speaker with this event. She's going to tell a whole business story, um, really inspirational story about how she how she did the app and the effects it had on the business and niching and all this kind of thing. Um, and, yeah, so that's a Saturday. Um, we also got the... the I would highly recommend you very least come for the Saturday um, and stay over because we have a good time on a Saturday night, don't we, Rich? We've been yes. entertainment and some awards, a nice meal, great networking opportunity and stuff as well. Um, but if you're super serious, you should come for the Friday too because on Friday we're doing a – I can't say the word because Rachel said I can't swear. But we're doing a, we're doing a Get Stuff Done Friday. Okay? Thank so you, Dominic. You, can, <laughs> um, you Get Stuff Done Friday. And this is like a bit of a roundtable event. Um, we've got Rachel, lovely Rachel, coming to do a workshop about publicity. Uh, Vicky's going to be there as well. Vicky Fraser is going to be there talking about um, how to write a book, why you should write a book. There's a lot of people in, in, in our world have, have written books too that have transformed their business. And my good friend Alex, video guy, Wardle, is going to be there as well. And he's going to be showing people how to show up in video. You know, the, the opportunities for all these things, publicity, book writing, videos are massive. But really, everyone is walking around with like a TV studio in their pocket in, in, the, in their smartphone, you know. So um, this is a really good opportunity for you to demonstrate what you do, you know, demonstrate your expertise. Um and yeah, so that's the Friday. So that's a Friday. There'll also be um, 
PBIC Marketer of the Year as well. So we'll get all the guys who are going to be entering that to do a, a little mini presentation on the Friday afternoon so they can show you what they've been doing in their business. Um, yes, yeah, so that's the Friday, a uh, bit of a roundtable thing. The Saturday is the main event um, when Amy will be speaking. Amy will be there on the Friday as well, um, but she'll be mainly speaking on the on the Saturday. And then, uh, yeah, for the for the real hardcore, <laughs> there's, a, there's a Sunday's Day with Dom, um, and I'm going to be doing... Uh, how showing people how to create a real um wealth attraction pet business so how to attract the most affluent pet business in your town the marketing that you use for to speak to these people is a bit more nuanced it's a bit more so we're going to go into all of that um and a bit more about money and uh, how to really extract wealth from the business you know and, and um yeah, make it a bit more of a, a sustainable um, project. <laughs> so yeah, so that's that. That's that. That's the three different um, three different days. But like I said, at the very least, you should be there for the Saturday. Um, but Friday will be awesome. Uh, loads of fun as well. Um, I'm just trying. I don't want people to think, oh God, I have to come all weekend, you know, because they're uh, that just like the hardcore guys who usually be coming for the whole weekend. But um, yeah, it's it's you can't. I mean, apart from all of the fantastic marketing advice that you're going to get, you know, you know, Rachel, because you, you've been in these things. Like, you can't really put a price on you taking a couple of days out of the business, can you? You know, and spending time with other business owners and like just chewing the fat and you know away from your own business away from your spouse and your family and your kids and your dogs and all of your clients and stuff you know you you tend to have big breakthroughs and have a lot of clarity don't you oh my god definitely like i love going to i do love going to events anyway and um, but i think especially after lockdown when we've not been able to see people for so long it's just yeah it's just brilliant going and seeing going to an event it's just so exciting I was saying before we started recording I went to the SBS event and that was awesome and we were all just so giddy afterwards for about a week because we'd seen each other and and you know been in a room and had some food and just like chatted it was amazing so definitely uh, really looking forward to to your event and to more events this year because we can we can do them can't we and as you say getting away thinking about your business meeting other people who get what you do as well like because, you know, our normal friends who have jobs and stuff, they don't get it, do they? So just being with like-minded people uh, really does make a difference, doesn't it? Absolutely, yeah. Can I plug the website for the tickets? Of course you can, yes. <laughs> I just thought I'd better do that bit now. Better have a call to action. <laughs> yeah, really? you, can go to, <laughs> you can go to petbusinessmarketing.com forward slash impact petbusinessmarketing.com forward slash impact and you can see that the everything what's happening there um grab a ticket the tickets so we're doing a special price until um may the first until no yeah until the, uh, the end of april beginning of may um so get, get in there and then beth will sort your, your hotel out if you're staying over and all that kind of thing so yeah it's going to be it's going to be pretty awesome and, and like i said amy's going to be there she's fabulous you know you the guys could get an opportunity to get a nice um you know promotional photograph with amy smith australia's number one puppy trainer yeah to put in their websites it's a big uh a big nice big tick in a box for um for all the dog trainers and puppy trainers and stuff isn't it brilliant yeah definitely as well as photographs of me and you as well obviously. of course of course you might be <laughs> get to have your photo taken with dominic so if that is not a pull i do not know what <laughs> you said it you said it you said it so um <laughs> 
what I will do as well, if you're listening on an app, then I'll put all the links that Dom's mentioned here in the show notes. So just swipe up and you can go and click on the links. Um, and if you're listening on my website, you can obviously find the links at the bottom of the post with this podcast on. So, um, Dominic, thank you so much for joining me and for some really brilliant advice on this podcast episode it's been really great chatting to you and seeing how you're getting on and having a catch up and i'm really looking forward to um coming and seeing you and everybody at impact so i hope you have a great rest of the week and thanks so much for joining me on the show no worries rich thanks so much for the opportunity i appreciate it i'm looking forward to seeing you as well thank you thank you for listening to the publicity for pet businesses podcast For more free resources and ways to promote yourself as a pet entrepreneur, visit www.publicityforpetbusinesses.co.uk.